Section 12 of Stories from Le Mort d'Arthur and the Mabinogion, retold by Beatrice Clay. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter 12 How Tristram Fought with Sir Marhus of Ireland. Now King Melodius, though he had pardoned the queen, would keep his son Tristram no longer at the court, but sent him into France. There Tristram learned all knightly exercise, so that there was none could equal him as harper or hunter, and after seven years being by then a youth of nineteen, he returned to his own land of Lyons. It chanced in those days that King Anguish of Ireland sent to Cornwall demanding the tribute paid to him in former times by that land then mark the cornish king called together his barons and knights to take counsel and by their advice he made answer that he would pay no tribute and bade king anguish send a stout knight to fight for his right if he still dared claim aught of the land of cornwall for with there came from ireland sir marhus brother of the queen of ireland now sir marhus was a knight of the round table and in his time there were few of greater renown. He entered his ships under the castle of Tintagil, and sent messengers daily to King Mark, bidding him pay the tribute, or find one to fight in his cause. Then was King Mark sore perplexed, for none of his knights dared encounter Sir Marhus. Choirs were sent through all the land, proclaiming that to any knight that would take the combat upon him, King Mark would give such gifts as should enrich him for life. In time, word of all that had happened came to Lyon, and immediately Tristram sought his father, desiring his permission to go to the court of his uncle, King Mark, to take the battle upon him. Thus it came to pass that with his father's good leave, Tristram presented himself before King Mark, asking to be made knight, that he might do battle for the liberties of Cornwall. Then, when Mark knew that it was his sister's son, he rejoiced greatly, and having made Tristram knight, he sent word to Sir Marhus that there was found to meet him a champion of Betherbert than Sir Marhus self. So it was arranged that the combat should take place on a little island hard by where Sir Marhus had entered his ships. Sir Tristram, with his horse and arms, was placed on a board a ship and when the island was gained he leaped on shore bidding his squire put off again and only return when he was slain or victorious now when sir marhus saw that tristram was but a youth he cried aloud to him be advised young sir and go back to your ship what can ye hope to do against me a proven knight of arthur's stable then tristram made answer sir and most famous champion I have been made knight to do battle with you, and I promise myself to win honor thereby, I who have never before encountered a proven knight. If you can endure three strokes of my sword, it shall be honor enough, said Sir Marhus. Then they rushed upon each other, and at the first encounter each unhorsed the other, and Sir Marhus's spear pierced Sir Tristram's side and made a grievous wound drawing their swords they lashed at each other and the blouse fell thick as hail till the whole island re-echoed with the din of onslaught so they fought half a day and ever it seemed that sir tristram grew fresher and nimbler while sir marhus became sore wearied 
and at the last sir tristram aimed a great blow at the head of his enemy and the sword crashed through the helmet and bit into the skull so that a great piece was broken away from the edge of tristram's sword then sir marcus flung away sword and shield and when he might regain his feet fled shrieking to his ships dear flea cried tristram i am but newly made knight but rather than flee i would be hand piecemeal then came gouvernail sir tristram's esquire and bore his master back to land where mark and all the cornish lords came to meet him and convey him to the castle of tintagil far and wide they sent for surgeons to dress sir tristram's wound but none might help him and ever he grew weaker at last a wise woman told king mark that in the land alone whence came the poison spear could sir tristram find cure then the king gave orders and a ship was made ready with great stores of rich furnishings to convey sir tristram to ireland there to heal him of his wound end of section twelve read by anna nomoska